What up, y'all? B. Kelly, Case Law, Coup La. We're back again. <laughs> Are you sick of it yet? Because we're not sick of it yet. No, Brian, no, no, we're good? not. I'm feeling good, man. I am Hell feeling yeah. good. Oh, yeah. We're going for the Catorce, as uh, you two, you two said on, on Vertigo. I still don't get that. I was telling my lady about that the other day, and she was like, maybe that's not Spanish. And I'm like, oh, it's Spanish. It's just a fuck up. You remember that? Yeah. Uno, dos, tres, catorce. Did anybody ever check you two for that? I don't think you two ever gets checked. Fucking Bono. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're back. I am yeah. so sick of him. Yeah, yeah he just needs to go somewhere. Um, I they mean, still make music. You remember they you don't put fucking the, need to anymore. Right. Remember they put us, they uh, uh, invaded our privacy and added their new U2 album to our Apple libraries. Do you remember that? Yeah, dude, that was so like obnoxious. Kind of, uh, yeah, and it was, it was funny because at the time I didn't even know how to delete that shit. But, uh, yeah, it's yeah. very frustrating. I wonder if we could do that because I'd be down to do that. Right. right. Just like, fuck Just you, this is cool to have our podcast. Yeah. Right, right. It has to be some way. Maybe I'll hit yeah. up Steve Jobs one day, do a seance. We just, yeah. I mean, we don't have like $800 pair of sunshades, so we're not on that level yet. But when we get nah. to that level, when we get to Bonner level, yeah, we're going to invade the homes. I got a homes, pair of tack glasses. Sure. I don't know if you've ever seen that commercial, the tack glasses that they have that were inspired by the no. military. We're supposed to, they're like anti-glare and got me out here looking like oh. a universal soldier too and shit. <laughs> Now we're on to our current events. So a Virginia dad fires 39 shots at naked devil who broke into the family's home on their first night living there. Right? So as soon as I read this punchline, I was like, this is like Amityville stuff, right? Yeah, Turns out it's devil. not. He really did. Right? So there was a female suspect who was naked. She had blue hair in a ponytail. I don't know why reporters need to put that information in, but they do. Uh, broke into the family. Let you home. know how weird she is. <laughs> yeah. Blue hair With and blue a ponytail. Hair and a ponytail. <laughs> uh, roasted. <she> bro- <laughs> Boom, roasted. Uh, broke into the family's home <laughs> and refused to leave, telling them, I am the devil. Now, this is where I think the dad is lying, right? He says that he right. fired. 39 warning shots at the intruder, but she was undeterred. But if you look at the photo in the article, there's like 39 bullet holes in the wall, all separate from each other. So I think this dad has just a terrible fucking shot and won't admit it. It was just like, oh yeah, no, there were there were warning shots. I wasn't trying to hit her. I'm right. Not that Hold bad up. You, said the, you said the lady was naked too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. he's probably perving then, out then, right? He's probably like, oh, I don't want it. I don't. His wife's like, shoot her, shoot her. He's like, oh, I'm trying to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fucking creep. 
But what takes us is a little piece of horror, right? So they got into fights. The family was like literally fighting with this girl. Punches and furniture were thrown about. The way that she was stopped was the 12-year-old shoved a wrench in her neck. And then she she didn't die. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So the 12-year-old obviously got fed up with his dad's shenanigans. It was like, move over, pussy. Yeah. I got this. And the dad was like, good, good. I, I tired her out for you. You know, <laughs> oh, 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 of course I'm pulling so this welcome. up right now. I need to see. I need a, uh, a a video. I need a visual for this. Oh my god! And they started a GoFundMe account, huh? Yeah, to get to, 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 to replace. Cost. Yeah, because they she destroyed their house. Apparently, she That's had the strength awesome. of four grown men. Uh, both the dad and the intruder were hospitalized. No life threatening injuries, and. uh like Khalil just said, a GoFundMe account has been set up to repair the damage to the family's new home. Wow. So what do you think it is, man? Uh-oh. What do I think it is? Yeah, you think it's an affair? Know. Do you Matt. think that the, the dad knew the blue-haired ponytail woman? I would say methamphetamines. Probably. You know, yeah. We got blue yeah. hair. We got ponytails. We got the devil. It's right. just the perfect, you know, <laughs> cocktail. cocktail. Yes. <laughs> yeah. ah, nice. You know... <laughs> You know when your daughter's leaving the house in a ponytail and you're like, you look like a meth head. Take that ponytail down, you know? Right, you right. Can't, you... That's funny. I have a daughter. She's never wearing ponytails. She never does wear ponytails. <laughs> She's only four. I don't want to send a wrong message. In, uh, in other news, uh, call back to episode one. Of course, alligators are going to be in Florida news. So this 75-year-old Florida man was walking his dog, right, his golden retriever, by the pond, which you shouldn't do. Never do that in Florida. Alligator comes out, grabs the dog while they were out for an early morning walk. Uh, his name is Buddy Ackerman. I don't know if Buddy Ackerman listened to episode one, but he went straight in the action. Bop, 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 bop. Started kicking it in the snout. He kicked oh, it repeatedly in its snout until it let the golden retriever go and neither animal was injured. No way. So he got away scot-free. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, you got to just show the, the authority to the alligators. You, they, they sense fear. You got to just be like, no, you stop it. (laughs) You stop it now. All right. So let me, let me ask you something. Could you, would you be able to do that? If an alligator popped up, would you, would you, would you be brave? Like if, if that, if you were in that scenario with your dog, would you have done it? Would you just been like time to get a new fucking dog? Like what would it have been? So the weird thing is if an alligator grabbed Jade. I don't know what I would do. If an alligator grabbed my dog, I'm going in full on. You know what I mean? (laughs) But you got to understand, it's investments. Jade might leave me. Buddy's never going to leave me. I I know that I have Buddy his whole life. He is the one person in my life that I know will never leave me. I got to do what I got to do to protect him. You know? Not saying I would just say, oh, got to get a new fiance. I'd be like, help, help, someone help. But I don't know if I would immediately go into action. Man, it's it's such a shame because I don't even have to worry about that kind of shit up here, man. That's never something I have to worry about as a goddamn gator. And like I said, I go to the parks quite often, man. So more power to you uh, Floridians. What do you all call it? Florida's. 
For, Floridians. 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 Yeah. Nice. Drug addicts. Nice. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you call us anymore. Now that brings us to our unwanted opinion. And what we are going to talk about today, religion. Religion. Khalil, yes. Are you a religious person? Um, I have my beliefs. Um, I would I would say I was agnostic. I'm 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 kind of on the fence. I'm some caught between somewhere between uh, an atheist and an agnostic, if that makes any sense. Um, I gotcha. I do like the principles. Uh, that come mm-hmm. with religion. I like the lessons that are taught in religion. I don't like the crazy people who misrepresent it. So there we go. I, I I am inclined to agree with you for the most part. You know, I am one of those that's torn in between that I I fully believe in God, uh, but I personally don't believe in any man-made religion. Right. But now I when I say that I don't believe in any man-made religion. I, I don't mean that as I think religion is wrong or I think that we, other people's beliefs are wrong. These are just my beliefs. And that's the whole reason religion is our unwanted opinion is because we really want to make people understand that religion is a very personal belief. And do not try to take your beliefs and force them on anyone else or try to uh, inhibit other people's freedom. Is that the right word to right. use? Inhibit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like to use big words. I don't know what they mean most of the time. No, yeah, you but they it. sound like, if I've heard them before, okay, cool, cool. So, you know, I grew up, I, I did grow up very religious. Um, I wouldn't say very religious, but, you know, I had some weird, weird things that people told me that I held true. Um, this kid who who lived behind me, Mike Adolph, he told me one day when we were playing that uh, when you're born your soul is in heaven, like pretty much like you're up there in heaven. Okay. And every time you lie, you get knocked down a few notches. And once you keep lying and you get to hell, that's it. Liar, liar, pants on fire. You're burning in hell, my friend. I kind of like that. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) it's a good thing. Like, I love, like, I'm so envious of you of having a daughter like i can't wait to have a kid because i can't wait to just lie to them oh, man. to instill fear yeah, you know yeah. <laughs> like because they don't know what to believe they turned us for everything right, right and we definitely started um getting her familiar with the concept of hell and uh i mean mainly because i'm listening to death yeah. metal all the fucking time but uh aside from that now we i guess i'm trying to i'm trying to bestow you know uh greatness upon her i want her to treat everybody fairly i want her to uh not allow hate into her heart um so yeah. I, I think that's really what it comes down to you know uh so with religion of course i'm not forcing religion on her um i think there's a way that you can instill good qualities into people without throwing religion into the picture but if religion is a way that helps you i'm not even going to judge you know what i mean uh people who use religion to overcome obstacles in their lives and to deal with tragedy more power to you but like you said when it comes to those who have their sets of beliefs 
and they want to put it on everybody else. And if you don't agree with them, you're a fucking weirdo. That's where I have, that's where I draw the line. I love black licorice. I think I'm the only fucking person who likes black licorice. I'm not in a position to not be friends with somebody because they don't like black licorice because I'd be missing out on some shit. You know what I mean? So it's a bad analogy. You, you I wouldn't have, have any friend. friends. Yeah, I wouldn't have, have exactly. any friends. So thank God for black licorice and tolerance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no man uh i i'm sure my kids will probably be re- really uh raised some sort of religion uh in church just because uh my fiance is is christian you know and I, and if she wants to sell this beliefs, it's kind of like me growing right. up my mom's super religious uh we used to go to church every sunday my dad didn't go we really didn't mm-hmm. question it you know but he was never anti you know he never talked down on it it was just like you know if my mom wanted us to be baptized and everything, and that's cool. And, and we all kind of made our own decisions right. growing up. And, uh, you know, that was it, you know, nothing was really forced on us. It was just kind of like, while you're a kid, you have to go, you know, to, but it's almost like what John Mulaney said, where, yeah, if you heard him being raised on religion, they're like, I can't believe your parents forced you to go to church every Sunday. And he was like, I was eight years old. My parents right, forced me to right. go everywhere. <laughs> like, like, it didn't yeah. stop at church. I had to go anywhere my parents went because right. I was a child, right. you know? But yeah, man, I, I, I hope that uh, I hope that the newer generations start to see religion and God for what it is, you know? And, and, and I just, I am, I implore people if you are religious and you do have beliefs and some of your beliefs others may see extreme you know that you understand that they're your own and you cannot infringe them you know i'm not going to you know if if for some reason you are raised and you believe that fucking you know two men should not be married right whatever that's your fucking belief i strongly disagree with it but that's okay. That's your belief. Now, if you think that our country should have laws in place so your beliefs feel like they're being respected, well, that's just right. fucking insane. That's fucking yeah. narcissism. <laughs> Hell yeah. You know what I mean? That's that. Hell yeah. I, I, I don't even know how. And, and like, I understand. It's not like I'm someone that's like, you know, I want all my beliefs to, to be superior. To the, all the right. laws to reflect my beliefs either. Yeah, like I personally am someone and hear me out when I first say this because people may like take this the wrong way, but I personally am against abortion. If Jade were to get pregnant, I wouldn't want us to abort it. And I and I think that that is something that's right. between me and Jade and, and Jade definitely has like it's when I say it's between me and Jade, right. it's 70, 30. And I have like 30% say and she has 70% say, but that's something that's between us and our household. But if someone asked me, do you think abortion should be illegal? Absolutely right. not. You know what I mean? Absolutely not. And 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 I'm so and I'm so sick of like people being like, well, what if they're raped and and blah blah blah. It's like, yeah, what if they had right. sex and don't right. want to have a fucking kid? Like that's yeah. it. That's the only excuse they need is like, oh, I got pregnant, <clears throat> and I don't want to have a fucking kid. It doesn't have to be like raped or molested or shit like that. Like. I already exactly. have a fucking kid. This yeah. world's kind of yeah. shitty. And I've actually you know heard I mean? about people doing that, man, because apparently they were talking about this global warming shit's about to get to us in the next 10, 15 years. So a lot of people are not trying to have babies. Not to get off topic, but yeah, back to, to religion. I mean, uh, you and I talked about it. You know, it's like politics, man. And and it's it's the same exact thing. It's like, don't 
don't put that shit on people. You have your own set of beliefs. Keep that right in your head. Keep that. And 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 if you always have the power to, if if you're that strict about it, surround yourself with people who have the same beliefs as you and leave every fucking body else alone, you know? But yeah, man, ultimately, whatever gets you through the day, more power to you. That's the way I see it. Yeah, it's just like, why is it... Why is it that abortion and gay marriage are the or just being gay, I guess, is what the sin is, not really gay marriage. But those two things out of all the sins in the Bible, you know, aside from like the big ones like murder and shit like that. But like there's not really any legalities for being left-handed which is considered a sin in the bible you know what i mean there's there's no one's pushing for you to be arrested if you have sex out of wedlock you know right right even seafood is it is it like that wasn't that one of the things like you're not even supposed to eat seafood in the bible it says you're not supposed to eat shellfish yes. is I, that I, true I, can we uh, confirm that do we have the bible on the phone now <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome i like how that's our dumb recurring yeah, joke nah, yeah, nah. it's it's fun it is i do feel like especially how mainstream religion is people definitely um try to make that shit work for them i mean even when you think about you know uh what is it the old testament mm-hmm. you know uh just at the time that it was you know i i not not to go so far off track but it's kind of like Old shit always needs to be revived. You know what I mean? Or, or I'm sorry, revised. Yeah. And and revisited because things, old shit, th- things that applied years ago may not apply now. You know, even you want to you bring up gun laws, it's the same fucking thing. When the Second, and the, uh, second Amendment was written, motherfuckers had muskets. You know what I mean? They didn't have AK-47s and AR-15s. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, it, it, it is funny how people don't understand that revolution is necessary. In order to move forward, maybe we have to look at stuff that's been done already and see what works and what doesn't work. Yeah. And it seems as though certain things with religion, it just doesn't fucking cut it anymore. We don't live in that closed-minded world anymore, so we have to have room for, for improvement. Let's go not even as far back as the Bible was written. Let's just go back the past hundred years and look at some laws that were put in place, right? In Colorado, it's illegal to keep a couch on your porch. Uh, in Arkansas, you can't honk your horn near a sandwich. Wait, wait a minute. I, are you? Wait, wait a minute. These, these are all real laws. <laughs> wait the fuck up. These are all real laws, right? Hold up, hold up. Let's go back to the the, the the couch on the porch. You can't have a couch on the porch. Yes. Somebody must have really fucked that up. <laughs> they, yeah. they passed that law for a reason. <laughs> Somebody must have been doing some shit on that couch. That's so weird. Go I'm, ahead, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. just curious if some of how some of these laws got written. Like in Arkansas, you can't honk your horn near a sandwich shop after 9 p.m. Uh, in Connecticut, a pickle must be able to bounce. Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Able to bounce. What does that mean? Like put some music on and so, see what it fucking does and if it doesn't do anything. So in the 1800s, a group dumb. of men wrongfully sold cucumbers marked as pickles. To write this wrong, officials declare that a pickle is legitimate only if it bounces. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow. Can you imagine, like, can, can you imagine going there and seeing how they enforce these laws? 
Yeah, that's that's wild, bro. Crazy world we live in. Crazy nation. Go ahead. I want to hear more. In Delaware, you can't sell dog hair. Ain't that some shit? <laughs> what am I supposed to do with all this? What am I supposed to be doing with these bushes of dog hair? That's fucking weird. That's so weird. Guess what, yo? I got some. I'm gonna find like I'm, I'm gonna get a bunch of little baggies and I'm gonna I'm gonna go up to my dog. I'm a brusher. I'm gonna put them in the fucking bag and I'm gonna go to Market Street downtown Wilmington. And try to slang some shit just for the fuck of it to see who's gonna harass me. And then also see who's actually gonna buy. Cause let me find out that there's a market <laughs> in selling dog hair, that that's a lucrative business opportunity. And I've been missing out on it for so long. Well, it's on the black market now in Delaware. Can't be doing okay. that shit out in the open. Okay. Now, okay. You, you, ah, okay. You, people may be thinking, what the fuck does this have to do with religion? It just has to do with the fact that times change cultures change right. we adapt we grow we we're we're more accepting of things you know we we start to realize how like ridiculous shit is you know do you think people are well better yet i feel goofy actually asking this but you think people are afraid of change right people are really afraid to try something different when you're when you're in the groove of doing something for so long, if something comes along and says, hey, we have to stop that, I feel like people start to panic. People don't take people don't adapt to change well. That's really what I'm getting at. Yeah, I mean people that's what Yeah, I mean that's what conservative is. Like, and this isn't right. a this isn't an opinion, this is just a fact. Conservative comes right. from the definition of conservative, which is holding to traditional attitudes and values and cautious about change or innovation. It's just, it's very weird, but I think it's more just like having, it's, it's more like just having control over shit. Like, I don't understand like why, I don't understand the ego that gets from it. I understand like the thing that it pushes, but it, I, I just implore people, like if you are a religious person, right, try to make heaven on earth, you know, try, try to be loving, try to be forgiving, try Try to be understanding. And I think that right. that is, this can go religion. This could be politics. This could be everything. Like we're not understanding and we're not really trying to make any moves. I feel like as a country, I feel like it's more, I think our pride and our self indulging, like we like to fuel our egos more than anything. So it's like I can have an honest conversation. I can learn about this person's perspective and they can learn a little bit about me or I can yell and I can scream at them and I can show them how they're bigoted and how they're an idiot and vice versa. This person can yell at me and talk about how I'm a sinner and blah, blah, blah. And they're going to fuel their their religion train behind us and I'm going to fuel my train behind me. And no one's leaving that with any type of opinion change. Right. That is frustrating, man. I think I think um, it really shows your ignorance when you're when you're not open to hearing other sides. I always hated that about talking to people, and you know, um, I, I I'm not just totally biased around stuff. When I see conflicts all the time, I always try to look at it from both parties' perspectives. But it's some shit that's just blatantly and just flat out wrong. Um, and even like, you know, um, one of one of my uh, my wife's family members was justifying um, people in the detainment camps at the border. She was like justifying mm-hmm. it. 
oh, well, they did something illegal. And it's like, put that shit to the fucking side. Are you okay with the mother being taken away from her newborn baby? Fuck the law. I don't care about the law. If we're talking about good or bad, that shit is bad, you know? And it's a shame how people are so on board with shit because they feel like they have to follow what's already been in motion. Yeah, and and I think, honestly, I think the detainment camps um, is just a perfect example of uh, the way our politics are set up where we are so forced to pick a side and politics are black and white. Right. And it's like, you have to choose, choose your color, red or blue. Yeah. And stick and whatever with color that you fucking yeah. pick, you have to agree yeah. with every decision yes. that's made on their yes. end. And, I, and you have to find the justification and all that. And, th- and this specific topic, yes, that's geared towards Republicans, but like, don't get it twisted. There's a lot of shit going on that I think that if politics were taken out, the democratic side would be like, nah, I don't really agree with that. You know, if politics were out of it, nobody is okay with putting children in cages. Right. Yes. Nobody is yes. okay. Well, almost nobody. <laughs> Shit. Because we live with some fucking fucked up ass motherfuckers. So, because I even think about it, man. It's so funny when I think about people who who have issues with with things like that. Can you imagine these people in the fucking 60s when if when black folks were trying to go to trying to integrate schools? Could you imagine? These would be the same people probably, right? Yeah. So I guess that's the real thing when, when it comes back for me. Hey, as, as I said already, you know, whatever gets you through the day, but it's like, it's okay to think for yourself. It's okay to be religious. Like I was, I was raised, I was raised Muslim. Um, I'm not Muslim anymore just because I just feel like I just want to figure shit out for myself. I don't like fi- following guidelines. Um, but there, there was a lot of stuff uh, about Islam that I liked. And like I said, all of these books, all the holy books are pretty much the same different characters, you know what I mean? Different names. Um, but for the most part, they teach you the same thing. But I remember how uh, homophobic uh, Juma was. Juma was Muslim ass. I remember how homophobic it was. I remember sitting there listening to a lot of, you know, wise, righteous shit. And then, you know, in that same breath, the imam would go and start bashing homosexuals. And it was like, even me as a 13-year-old kid knew that something there wasn't right. You know, I don't need a book. I don't care how much you try to force this stuff down my throat. At the end of the day, I'm still human enough to be able to step back and analyze the situation and make my own judgment calls based off how I feel and based off who I want to be. So, fool for thought. Just gives everyone something to think about, you know? Yeah. Would you be, would you be this accepting of your religion? Would you be, would you understand like this is God's will and everything like that if, if, if states were putting in a motion to ban meat on Fridays, would you be, would you still be by everything that they say? Right. It's interesting when I see, um, I see a lot of memes uh, about uh, if Jesus was to rise again today, a lot of y'all probably wouldn't even be for Jesus. Y'all wouldn't be for what Jesus was about, you know, and it's so fucking weird. I I think it's so hypocritical. It really does show the hypocrisy of religion. Yeah. You know, everybody, you know, practice what you preach. Everybody preaches shit. They're not practicing. Jesus comes back. He's probably like, what the fuck is, what what is this? What's going on here? You took, you took my word and, and you twisted it to fit your agenda. And, and that's, 
Right. That's not religion alone. That is fellowships. That is any type of fellowship. You know, like I said, I'm in I'm in a 12 step fellowship and and they like to twist things and they like to, you know, the, the fellowship I'm in is is was designed for people that could not stop drinking or using drugs. And and this is the last stop on the block for them to go and try something new. And they twist this, this fellowship into being like, you need to believe in this or you will get drunk. If you find other alternatives, you're not actually sober. You're going to die. You're going to do all this stuff like that. And it's like, that's not true. Now you're using the fear tactic. Right. Like, right. Whether, no matter what side you're on, both sides of this country and 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 religion is a big part of this and they use they pull they they pull religion in whether it's through the christianity side to whether it's the christianity side whether it's using muslims but we are stuck in mccarthyism from both sides we are we are geared to forcing fear into everyone to get our way so like all I'm imploring is don't make decisions based on fear and and don't have the mindset of does this affect my family directly? If it doesn't, then I don't give a shit about it. You know, if you see if you see something that aren't right and it's like, well, listen, I don't have any gay people in my family. So what's it right. affect me? Right. You know, I think I think that's 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 man. Every single time I see any form of discrimination it's it's of course easier to be sympathetic it's it, you're going to be sympathetic when you have people that are that are being affected by it yeah and so it, it kind of it makes you look at your circle and it it for, for most people it has to be like a slap in the face so you would think you know so for everybody that's not for you know gay rights or or you know black lives matter movement or anything along those lines and it's like well you don't have a gay friend you don't have a black friend you don't have an indian friend yeah so of course you're of course you're going to be biased towards this stuff if you actually had people that you know look like these people that were being oppressed you would feel differently and mm-hmm. say it's, it's not just a race and religion thing. It's a, even people that struggle with drugs. It's easy to talk about somebody who's struggling with drugs when you don't know anybody that's struggling with drugs. When you don't have anybody that you care about and love who's struggling with drugs, it's easy to talk shit, you know, in in that regard. And it's it's unfortunate, man. Very very unfortunate. Empathy empathy is very is 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 uh yeah it, it's it's it's. Empathy isn't a thing anymore, man. Empathy is just a thing of the fucking crazy. Liar, liar, pants on fire. You're not gangster, you're not street. You just make yourself sound gangster when you're rapping on the beat. You ain't got yourself in no life threatening situations yet. You're no dealer, you're not bullying. You just get yourself in debt. You're a fan of hip hop wanking when you hear them rappers talk. Love to sit and listen, but we know that you don't walk the wall. What's with all the fake aggression? Now this brings us into our next segment. I'm afraid. And today I'm afraid of getting in a fight. I am 29 years old and I have never gotten my ass kicked. And and I have that app called Time Hop where it sees all my posts in the last decade. And based on those posts, I'm not really sure why. I really should have gotten my ass kicked a few times in my life. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I almost, I did almost get my ass kicked a few years ago. Because you understand, I'm, where I'm from, it's a lot of barking. You know, right. so I, I could I, I, I talked a lot of shit growing up. What? You want a piece mm-hmm. of me? 
Julio, <laughs> hold me back. You want a piece of me? Right, right. You don't want a piece of me? Right? <laughs> so I had that I had that mindset for a little bit, you know, and me and my ex-girlfriend, we went to go grocery shopping. It was raining. So I dropped her off at front and I went to park the car. And I guess as she was walking in, this gentleman uh, said something about eating her ass or something like that. Oh, and then she was no. like, crossing yeah, the she line. was like, oh, mm hmm. So he was she was like, excuse me, you don't fucking talk to people like that. And he called her like a bitch and a slut and all this. And as I come in, she's yelling at him. He's halfway down the aisle calling her a bitch. So I said, hey, why don't you relax a little bit, man? And this dude lets go of his car and starts walking towards me. I said, oh, shit, oh, I forgot. People, no. don't, people don't care, right? This guy oh, was ready shit. to go down. Now, I will say this, and usually I don't like to say this because it doesn't matter, but this guy was this guy was straight from Haitia. And the reason that I say that is because as it's going through my mind, it's like if this guy put me in a coma or killed me, he would get sent back home. He's got nothing to lose. You know what I mean? That's right. that's that's what they do in like South Florida. We have a lot of like Haitian immigrants, and usually when they commit crimes, they get sent back to Haiti, right? Uh-huh. Uh, so I feel like I said Haitia, whatever. Haiti is what yeah, I meant. You, t- you totally uh, did because so, I was sitting here and I was like, where the fuck is Haitian? And you said Haitian, so I was like, Haiti. oh Haiti, oh I'm not gonna Haiti. expose someone. Yeah. <laughs> 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 sorry sorry bringing back nah, a lot yeah. of trauma dude i'm i'm, yeah. I'm fumbling yeah. i'm fumbling yeah. so he was like he's like you fucking bitch you pussy i mean it's like cowering you shouldn't you shouldn't talk to a lady like that what are you gonna do what are you gonna do so i did what any man would do i said come on we don't need this baby and we walked away right. <laughs> and he followed me he was yelling at me finally his friends br- broke it up so i was like i am never going to do this again and I, in order to avoid the fear of getting my ass kicked, I'm going to get punked the rest of my life, you know? And I've oh lived like God. that since then. People oh can walk God. all over me. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. And, and I remember one person was talking, I forget if it was on a podcast or something, and they were saying something along the lines of, it's better to take a physical beating than to let someone destroy your pride because you're going to take an L one way or another. And it's better to leave with your pride intact. First of all, fuck that, Okay. Because I've taken emotional L's my entire life. It is nothing new. I can handle an emotional L. Beat my pride all you want. You can beat my pride up all you want. Just don't beat my ass because I can't take it. Plus, I kind of have the upper hand now that I'm 29 and I can play like, what am I? What are you in high school? Right. I'm not going to fight you. Honestly, bro, that's exactly how I feel. When I see grown men fighting, the shit looks goofy to me because it's like, what made you that fucking mad to get physical? You know what I mean? So even like, yeah. you know, the weird Haitian dude that's that it, first and foremost, I, I hate it. I hate when guys feel like they're the shit. So I don't know what's going on through the head of a guy when he goes up to a girl and thinks that he's that fucking attractive to just sweep her off her feet in a grocery store. You know what I mean? It's bad enough. You said this dude said, oh, let me eat your ass. Like, come on, dude. Like, come on, man. And I, I guess Brian, it's so funny as a dad. I always some days I worry about getting into it with people. It's been a couple of times when we've had like some small road rage. Uh and not me, I don't have road rage, but you know, uh altercations when, when I'm in a car and I have my daughter in the back and some dickhead, you know, kid will pull out in front of me or do something stupid, or even if I do something at fault. 
and you know fingers start being flash you know middle fingers and all of that and it's like I guess in, in the back of my mind I'm like you know I could fucking destroy the way I see it now I'm like I could fucking destroy anybody but most importantly even when my, my daughter's not present I'm always thinking if she was present you know so mm-hmm. if, if I get into it with somebody, I'm always thinking, well, it's like, Khalil, act like McKenna's right there. Because it's like, you can't act like no bitch if your daughter's right there. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's, 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 it's more motivation to be like, yo, what's up? Because I don't want to send the wrong message. I want to set a good example. I don't want to be out here fighting people, but I also don't want to uh, back down. And I don't, I don't, it's not often where, you know, in, in, in my 20s where I've backed down from somebody talking shit. Fortunately, I've never been in a, 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 a real fucking fight, which is funny as shit. I'm 28 years old. I've never. So you and I are in the same boat, bro. But don't reduce yourself for some fucking weirdo. I'm not saying that you. I'm just saying to anybody. It's like, don't fight. Fighting is the last resort. Clown the shit out of somebody, man. Let them get arrested. Pull your cell phone out. I don't know. Is that is that bad advice yeah. to give? <laughs> I don't know who I'm catering to with that. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I am a very tough guy behind the wheel, though. That I am. That I do throw my middle fingers. I get all big and buff. And then if we hit a red light and he pulls up next to me, 10 and 2, don't turn my head. Look straight. <laughs> Windows up, doors locked. <laughs> Yo, have you seen the video of the dude? The one dude that's just freaking out. He's freaking out yelling at this guy in his car. And the guy in the car is so calm. And apparently the guy cut off... The other guy in this pickup, the guy had a pickup truck and he was with his girlfriend and his girlfriend tries to get out the car to calm her boyfriend down, who's clearly on fucking steroids because the dude turns so red and the guy in the car looks like a fucking nerd. He has like glasses on. He just he's just filming the whole thing, you know, with his phone and the dude outside the car, you know, he starts hitting on the car and Brian, he gets to the point where he's so frustrated. The dude starts crying. He's like, come on, come on. <laughs> and it's just like yo, it's like your motherfuckers are crazy ready to risk it all don't be caught in a crossfire oh dude one of, actually one of my favorite videos online right now is the the short guy in the bagel oh, shop oh my god flipping oh, out oh my god yo i saw okay so i saw the meme of you know they broke down what he was wearing and put the price so like his shirt was x amount of dollars sneakers x amount but i didn't know what the i didn't know what the reference was from so when i saw that video and he's like, oh, you know, guys, they're five foot. You should just die. And the lady was like, nobody said that here. Yeah, well, they say it all the time. <laughs> and he's like, he's like you want to take it outside? And then the one guy, I hate how to, I don't know if you see, have you seen the full video? Or did you see when it just gets cut? Yeah. Because I see the dude I saw grab the full somebody's video. neck and they like start rolling around on the floor. And he's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> and then he throw, then then she gives him his breakfast. He's like, I don't want my oh breakfast. My and God. throws it. She laughs at him. He's like, you got to laugh oh at me. Oh, my God. And then picks up his breakfast Did and you leave. see the picture with him and the cop standing outside of the restaurant after that took place? And the caption in the, in the picture is... Sir, I'm gonna need your height for the uh, for the incident report. <laughs> <laughs> Just when you think your day couldn't get anywhere, you are not my dad or, or, or my, my boss. boss. You're my boss. That's some straight uh, Seinfeld shit, man. Some straight George Costanza right there. That's hilarious.
brings us to our final segment today in history and today in history a little bit of true crime knowledge for everyone july 15th 1982 the body of wendy caulfield was found near seattle she was the first victim of the green river killer now she's first of at least 49 victims but they believe that it's probably in the 70s uh she was 16 years old she was last seen on July 18th in the Tacoma, Washington area. Her body was found in the Green River near the Peck Bridge, and she was a victim of the Green River Killer. Now, Green River Killer is Gary Ridgway, born on February 18th, 1949 in Salt Lake City, Utah. Utah. Fun fact about Gary, pissed the bed till he was 13. Ah. That's not just me trying to, trying to right. clown him, although fuck Gary, yeah. I don't care. It, it's actually a big attribute of serial killers. Um, but when he would piss the bed, his mom would take him out of the bed and just aggressively scrub his fucking right. dick as when he would piss himself. And I, you know, I don't know what, but I don't know if you've ever used like certain oh, loofahs. But you can't yeah. be, you can't yeah, be aggressive seriously. with those loofahs. That's like a yeah, cheese grater. Oh god. Yeah. So. Yeah, but the aggressive bath sometimes aroused him. And uh, throughout his life, he would sometimes fantasize about killing his mom, but sometimes he'd fantasize about banging her. Um, weird thing about him, which makes him a little different from so from a decent amount of serial killers, because a lot of serial killers are really, really intelligent. He had an IQ level of eighty. He was he was an idiot, um, and he really shouldn't have been the most prolific serial killer. Uh, the only reason he got to that point was two very, very important reasons. First one was he primarily killed prostitutes and runaways, and the sad thing is even today. Uh, not so much runaways, but prostitutes, they're not, they're like a quarter of a person um, to the police, you know, they're not real people. So <laughs> they, they don't they matter don't that much matter. to try to track down their killer. <laughs> like some Robinson, <laughs> like no. they don't matter. <laughs> like they're nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the cop said, that, listen, if you talk about this car crash again, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> I'm going to embarrass you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that was a think you should leave reference for anyone that didn't get it number two the news fucked up so he killed five women and he dumped their bodies near the green river which got his name the cops were gonna set up a stakeout by the green river but the news released uh, uh pretty much they the news was saying the green river killer this is where he puts his bodies so he was like well they clearly know my hiding spot i need to change my location and he got away for this for a while i mean he was arrested in 1982 for for prostitution um he became a suspect shortly after 1984 he was brought in for questioning but he if he passed the polygraph test because you can't catch a serial killer with a with a polygraph test they don't they don't show any signs of like anxiety they don't show any signs of of fear they they, they don't get scared under those pressures which like yo you could uh, you could arrest me for a murder in Alaska when I live in Florida, and I could probably get charged based on the polygraph test because I'm right. always anxious. Like I will always fail. They're so right. flawed. I, I can't believe that we still use you know lie detector tests. But I digress. Right. So in 1987, police took his hair and saliva for a DNA sample, and then once the DNA results came back in 2001, he was finally arrested. And that brought to the end of Green River Gary. 
uh, crazy, crazy fucking serial killer. If you ever want to read up on him, it's his, his interviews are just like so uncomfortable to watch because he's got like this, like this, this weird, this weird like, voice like, like this. Like my staple, my staple. And then he just like, yeah. And like the people who like interviewing him would be like, so what'd you think of your mom? I wouldn't, I wanted to kill her. Oh, but, yeah. uh, I'd also, you know, sometimes like, like, like to put, put, put my penis in there and like shit like that. Ew, it's just like, yo. yeah, it's so, it's oh, so God. uncomfortable to watch. <laughs> so Khalil's got a, uh, I do. a Philadelphia I do. news story to bring up. Hopefully oh, it's better God. than that. All right, bro. So how about this? All right. So imagine you go, imagine you have three kids, right? You have three kids. It's a Friday night. You want to go get some pizza. You're going to go to the pizza store. We just, this didn't, it's not, it wasn't a pizza store. Whatever. You're going to get, you're going to get some food for your kids. You got three kids in the car. All right, I'm going to run in there real quick to grab grub for us. I'll be right back. While you're in the restaurant, imagine some creepy ass old man getting into the car and driving off with your kids. Terrifying, right? Okay, well, fortunately for Eric Hood, and I say fortunately because fuck this guy, Eric Hood was a 54-year-old creep apparently that decided to get inside this car with these three children after the mother and father went inside a store and he drove off with the car fortunately he ran right into traffic and the dad saw this guy drive off with his kids he ran out of the store chased the car down as the car was stuck in traffic pulled this guy out and started whooping his ass but then people around that saw what happened also joined in and started whooping this guy's ass. They ultimately killed this man. I'm, I'm thinking about this and I'm like, yo, this is some morbid shit, but, and here we go. Like I said, you could cut this. It's some morbid shit, but I'd rather the story end like that than a father be taken away from his three kids by some, clearly a pedophile. You know, what are your thoughts on that? Honestly, man, I don't, I don't mess with, I don't mess with kids. Like, it's like one of the things where whatever you want to do, you want to bring justice in your own hands. I don't give a shit. You know, even the the laws where it's like, you can't shoot someone in the back when they're, you know, trying to escape when they're not causing you harm. If you want to, uh, if someone did something to your child and you kidnap them and you viciously torture them for hours or whatever, I 100% consider that justifiable and i and i can and and i'm for it you know i see all the time and and deep down the law knows that too because it's highly illegal to attack someone in court right it's very very illegal um there's so many cases where children are murdered or things like that and the father is trying to give a testimony and he hops over the stand and just starts whooping on the guy and what the bailiff will do is he'll pull him off he'll take him out of the courtroom be like you can't do that sometimes i'll get slapped with a fine they rarely ever get jail time because it's like it's fucked up man and i understand people are sick you know i get that but that doesn't like if you want to get down to it a serial killer is sick it's not like he was just gonna mean like in order to commit a crime yeah. So I don't really buy into that now of shit that's that that can be prevented. Like, yeah, that's on the court, but right. you do what you gotta right. do. You know? Like I said, I think I think that I don't think that pedophile is curable. I don't. I think that you I think that people can calm their beast for a little bit, but I don't think that it's a curable right. thing. So 
I I no not not a tear would yeah, be shed. Yeah, because that's that's, you know? why I, that's why I'm like when when uh because it was actually my father-in-law who was telling me the story, and at first I was I was ready to like be upset about this because I don't want to hear about you know, kid. God, I hate hearing about kids being hurt. I hate hearing kids being caught up in some sick, twisted fucking fantasy of some creep. So when I heard how this this ended, and I guess it, it it's one of those things that it 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 reinvigorates your faith in humanity because for other people to witness that and feel mm-hmm. like that person was a threat to their community, it was like a community thing. You know, like, you know, that's not our kid, but that could have been our kid. And we're going to help out because we know what that would have been like for you had it had he gotten away, you know, and everybody would feel responsible. I would much rather an entire community end up killing a guy for coming together than and to protect these kids right. than pulling exactly. out their phones and filming it. Exactly. Much rather. But I... I thought Khalil was going to come in with something more lighthearted. Uh, although it was a positive ending, it was still dark. So I'm gonna I'm gonna close us with a few a few lighthearted jokes. How many lips does a flower have, Khalil? How many lips? Oh my god, two. <laughs> yes, but the correct answer is two lips. <laughs> <laughs> what does it what does, what does a pirate pay for corn about a buccaneer oh, 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 oh my god nice uh, oh, I got one man. for you oh you got another one and then we'll close it alright <laughs> okay I got I got right. one more. What do you call a pile of cats? A caterpillar. A meowton. <laughs> a meowton. Oh my god, please tell me you made these up. <laughs> Yo. Hold up. No. Hold up. Some lady at I the giant checkout was telling me jokes one time. This is the one that I remember. She was like, a guy walks into a uh no, a pirate walks into a bar and uh he asked for the strong. He asked the bartender for the strongest drink, and the the bartender realizes that uh, he has a steering wheel in his pants, and she's like, and the bartender's like, "Well, why do you have a steering wheel in your pants?" And the pirate goes, "It's my wife. She's driving me nuts." <laughs> that's awful, so right? That's all. This is why I do self checkout at the fucking grocery store, yo. Because when you don't do self checkout, weird shit like that is bound to happen. Do not keep that part in this, please. <laughs> all right, then, then we'll close on one more. What's brown and sticky? Syrup. Duh. A stick. Oh my god! The answer was uh, yeah, a yeah. stick. I let myself down so much. <laughs> a stick. It's all right. You'll learn. But anyway, that's that's it for our show. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to tune in next week. Uh, like and subscribe on iTunes or Spotify, and follow us on Instagram. I think that's what we're supposed to say at the end, right? So cool.